everyone, and welcome to another episode of From No Crypto to No Crypto. I'm your host, the crypto coach, Blockchain Wayne. Today, we're joined by Chief from Trivoli. Chief, thanks for joining us today. Yo, man, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Took us a couple tries to get it going, but here yeah. we are. And I'm super excited to come out here, talk about blockchain, talk about gaming, and kind of give people an insight to what's going on behind the scenes. Definitely, man. Definitely. Glad to have you. And yeah, it's been, it's been a while with schedules trying to get this organized, but glad, glad we're able to find, finally connect. And man, we're going to dive in and maybe tell everybody about what Tribally is and what you guys are building there and what the vision is. But before we jump into that, can you tell us a little bit about your background, man? What, what got you into the space? What did you do before? And, and what you've done since jumping into this crazy uh, you know, crypto industry? So I've been around since about 2017. So I've been here a minute. Uh, I got in with my friends, one of my buddies who's actually visiting here in Vietnam right now was like, yo, we should get some Bitcoin, Ethereum. It'll be cool. It'll be tight. I was like, all right, dope. It sounds great. I love that. It's a different way to hedge money, something futuristic. Cool. So we got in, we kind of like went through the, the motions, figured it all out. And then I found Axie. I found Axie Infinity. Mm. So I was actually yeah. working on a whole nother project. We were doing... Basically what Twitch does now with like stream overlays, you pay some money and like things pop up on stream. We did that before Twitch, which was actually revolutionary at the time because it didn't exist yet. But then they were just like, uh, nope, push us out. It's all good. It was still a good idea though, right? So it was hype. And I found an Axie streamer who basically just showed me this is Pokemon on the blockchain. That's all I had to see. That's all I needed to know. I was like, oh my God, I've always collected cards, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, Dragon Ball Z, the whole thing. I just always collecting them. So I fully understand the value of you open a pack, you get a thing and you get a really good one and it's yours. And if you want to trade it, you get something back for it. And that's cool. And if it means too much to you, you just don't trade it. That's fine too. Right. And Axie gave me that as a Web3 Internet video game. So I jumped into Axie. I come from an esports background. I played Halo 3. I was semi-professional and got top 32 MLG in Texas. And like, I really I loved it. Like that was the purest joy of my life. So when I found Axie, I really wanted to be able to bring that joy that I had in Web 2 esports to Web 3, where players now own their assets and are able to make more money than they ever were before. So I came in, I pushed esports, things started happening. But what really, you know, set Axie apart and pushed potentially the last bull run was Web 3 play to earn scholarship system. I came up with that. I was sitting there and I had the goal. I need the best esports players and I have a bunch of axes. So I went out, I found some Magic the Gathering players. I brought them to Axie. I gave them some accounts. I realized fairly quickly, oh, wow, they can't take anything. It's safe. Like they can use my stuff, but they can't do anything. They can't move the assets. They can't even claim their rewards that they're earning. So the system was fully based on me. It was a trust that they trust me. As long as I pay out, they're good. So I just started doing that. And I told my partners of Axie GG, which was the first Web3 guild. I was Mm -hmm. like, bro, bros, it works. Like 
check this out. And they're more of the money minded ones. And they were like, oh my God, yes, this is amazing. And we had like 30,000 axes at the time. So you can imagine as a money making mind, they were like, let's go, let's make a thousand teams each and see what happens. That was the, that was the play to earn revolution. That's how that gotcha. started. So we did that. Axie went up, Axie went down, good things, bad things. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, now we're here at the next gaming bull run at the next stage where basically we've gone full circle. The idea has been had, the idea has been done. It worked, it failed, and everybody got yeah. a whole bunch of data points. Like it's all out Absolutely. there now. Everybody knows like that didn't work. That didn't work, but that did, and that was good, and that was cool, but that was shit, right? So mm-hmm. everyone else had a couple years now to kind of look at that, adjust, learn, which is what we all do. You know, it doesn't matter if it's sports, piano, doesn't matter. Like you watch YouTube, you watch the best, you learn at the age of five or three or two. Some, you know, some kids are crazy, and yeah you soak it up right and it was the same thing for web3 gaming and that's what we saw is it all happened and now everyone is doing it better and actually axie and sky mavis are still ahead of the curve because they made a whole bunch of money the first time around yeah so you know they got hacked for a half a billion dollars and they're fine you do that somebody else do that please like that's (laughs) that's crazy yeah so now web3 gaming has hit a new phase people understand it they get the whole ownership aspect they get the earning aspect they understand what's going on there and you know we're moving into the next phase and that's where i'm stuck now with tribally you know been battling through the years and tribally is now basically built a platform to bring that all together all the games all the blockchains all the players and you know it's been a long journey that was the short version, but it's been a long yeah. journey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it absolutely has. And that's what people need to realize. I mean, this, uh, everybody thinks, oh, Web3 Gaming uh, had it, or Play to Earn and everything has had its time. It's dead. It's come and gone. But if you look back at every every tech revolution, every new thing that came out, there's these cycles, right? And you, and you, you nailed it perfectly. We learn from a lot of things. What works, what doesn't work. I think the biggest problem with Web3 Games slash Play to Earn has been um, building a, a a complete circular economy with, with a, whether it's a token system, the NFT system, or sometimes it's both, right? They may have exactly. a, an internal, yeah, an internal token. And what's gonna what's gonna cause that circular demand? Because um, a lot of you know, actually, was actually one of you know one of the better ones, or is one of the better ones. There's a lot of play to earn games that just weren't fun, and people were just playing them because they were earning money. And right. if they're only doing that, then what are they doing with that? They're just dumping it. They're not spending it back in the game. They're not doing things. They're trying to earn money. And that's where we saw a lot of the a lot of the failures. And when you couple with people building great games that you're going to play, whether there's a Web3 play to earn element or not, and then tie in the fact you can have ownership, uh, you can have, you know, there's potential to play to earn, there's assets in the game, um, there's that whole Web3 element. And I think that's where we're really going to see the space take off because, I mean, everything in life is a challenge. I think that's why you identify with gaming so much, right? Gaming, we're competitive by nature. We like to game. We like to make it have achievements. And even non-gaming platforms gamify their experience, 
deeper to the users, right? That's how they keep people yeah. in. And so uh, that's why, I, I mean, gaming is going to be one of those major catalysts for Web3 adoption. You're going to have, I think, in the next two to three years, you're going to have a ton of people that are going to own all these gaming assets and not even realize that they have a ton of NFTs in their wallet. They, they, they're not going to know what an NFT is. They're not even going to understand how a cryptocurrency wallet works, but they're going to have it. Yeah, well, that's going to be the way that we bring the mass adoption. Um, right. But to your main point there, I was in Dubai and a guy explained this really, really well. Basically what you just said, but a, a simple way to say it. So the last phase, what we had were just grinders. That was it. Grinders. We want money. We come in, we extract value and we then move on to the next thing whatever that is. Right. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's fun or not. It was like all grinders. But yep. what we need is a healthy balance of grinders. We need those mm -hmm. two. Those are oh, good. Those, those pump numbers. They bring activity. Those are very important, but they can only be like a portion. We need grinders. We need the liquidity, which is the investors, which is which was there. So we had the grinders and liquidity. That's what we're used to. So a bunch of rich Cal this is how they explain it. A bunch of rich guys from California. I'm from California, <laughs> but a bunch of rich guys from California came and said, this is a good idea. We're going to put a bunch of money into it. And then a bunch of people from South America, the Philippines, Africa and India showed up and said, cool, that's a great deal. I'll take your money and I'll do the thing. And that's about it. That That's what happened, because the missing link was the gamer. We need mm -hmm. gamers true yep. gamers that are playing the game because they love it and on top of that they're getting rewarded for their time and that mm -hmm. is what we're going to get now so axie just brought the biggest update in web3 gaming history today or yesterday oh, really? i think it was yesterday you can now upgrade your nfts so you get your Axie, and if you have special parts, there's a whole bunch of them. So anyone that collected back in the day did really well. You mm. upgrade them now, which can take up to one year of game time. So the scholarship system is back now. We don't know how it's going to look yet because we don't know the numbers, right? We're trying to yeah. figure that out. It just happened. But you can now play with an NFT. If you win enough games, you can level up each part individually and you end up with this like God NFT if you can get it to the highest level. So it's like the dream situation for every grinder that has ever played a video game. But now that thing that you own is being upgraded the entire time. So that's nice. one thing. On top of that, you can now use this to make characters, make storylines, make all kinds of crazy things that come along with Web3 because you own the asset. It's a thing. And if you can make a story behind it, social media, marketing, it's huge. You can do so much now with these NFTs that can be changed. Because before an NFT was you bought it, and if it changed, you got angry. But now yeah. you can change it by choice. Through Basically evolve work. it. Yeah. You know, like a Pokemon, it's it's what we always wanted, a Pokemon that belongs to us. So if I get my Pikachu to a Raichu to a the next level, which doesn't even exist, a Supaichu, I'm like, <laughs> let's go, baby. This is what I'm yeah. talking about. I worked for a year for the Supaichu. I yeah. love this. This is my boy right here. You want to buy this from me? Give me $20,000 and I'll sell you my son. That's basically <laughs> what happens yeah. there. 
right? Yeah. So they've done, and the NFT is not used in one game. It's used over a multitude of games. That, That's the one thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's the one thing I love that people I don't think have re- really grasped. I mean, you get it. Um, the NFT transcends just that one game, and it could even transcend that platform that maybe they put it in the multiple games. But, hey, if I wanted to build a game and I wanted to re- bring some Axie people over, I can make it to where certain access or certain levels are gated by that Axie NFT. So even though I didn't even create the Axie NFT, that could give you special privileges in my game and in your game. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that it's just, that's where it's going to be really cool because you can take, imagine some of these NFT projects or gaming projects that have come and gone already, but then maybe they had a big wave of people that got in that have them. Maybe now they're holding these NFTs that aren't worth a whole lot anymore. And you can say, hey, let me let me add utility to that community and bring them over here. And so you make it to where you bring your NFT, you connect your wallet. If you hold that NFT, then you get this weapon, this shield, this this evolution. So it's Or you just get cool. to play yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah. That can be enough. And if you make a deal with the Axie team or Sky Mavis that, hey, if they play my game, can they level up their Axies? Boom, done. That's all it takes. Wow. And then everyone's yeah. going to play your game if your game is good. So if they agree that the game is good, all of a sudden you just got an influx of hundreds of thousands of players to your idea like this that didn't exist a couple of years ago. That's blockchain. That's the future. That's why this is gaming system is going to be so much better than the last one. Legacy is about to die. And everybody that doesn't realize that is just lost. (laughs) They don't get it. And that's a lot of America. I was just there and I was talking to all my friends. My buddy needs a liver. And I was like, bro, can I send you some crypto? And do, they're like, bro, what is crypto? What are you talking <laughs> about? Oh, I've heard of Bitcoin. I'm like, all right, cool. End of conversation. Anyways, you know what I mean? I was like, holy crap. Nobody has any idea what the hell is going on. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Okay. I get that in America or even in Europe, like playing for a couple dollars a day doesn't make sense. Like I get that. that I get that. But the ownership part, that is just like lack of knowledge. That is just them not understanding what's happening, yeah. right? All over the world. But the, the the South American, Southeast Asia, they get it because they need it. They care. They're like, dude, this will change my life potentially. Yeah. So they they get behind it. They read, they research, they, they try things. They get scammed because they click on things they probably shouldn't. Because like, oh, that sounds really good. Oops. Yeah, it's just kind of part of the process. But, you know, fool me once it's on, you know, it's on me. Fool me twice. Like, shit, I really fucked up. So, you know, the world is changing. It's digital. And, you know, we're seeing a shift in knowledge and we know knowledge is power. We're seeing the second and third world countries step it up where others are staying oblivious to what's going on. And that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It, it blew my mind. And it, it's sad because I'm trying to help my friends and they're just like, huh, I don't get it. It's it's a lot of conditioning that we have. I mean, you think about in the U.S. and this is what I battle here, trying to teach people about the basics of crypto. You're right. They don't understand ownership because you think, OK, I have my car. I own it. I have my house. But we're just taught from early ages to trust custodians all the time. And what happens when that tr- you don't need that trust? Because when, you know, if they would go to their bank tomorrow and try to get money out and the bank says, no, sorry, you can't, then they would immediately, it would, they would immediately click on, they understand ownership. 
but we trust the bank to hold our money. We trust this, we trust that. And it's going to take, unfortunately, it's going to take some, you know, some of those violations of trust that we're starting to see where they're going to wake up and realize, holy crap, this is important. Hey, well, the bank run day is going to come. Everyone's oh, going to yeah. run to the bank and they're going to be like, oh my God, give me all my money. And they're like, ha that's funny, bro. Look right here in small print. You can get 10% not your money. of your money yeah. at a time. So yeah. come back for the other 90 tomorrow. But by the way, we're closed indefinitely. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. So I'm broke now. Great. Thank you. And then the other play is what? Put on your freaking mattress. Mattress, yeah. Right? Yeah. Or have crypto. Yeah. One seed phrase and you can carry it all over the world with you, right? <laughs> hey, you don't even yeah. have to write it down, man. With one seed phrase, you can memorize that shit. It'll die yeah. with you. It'll go down to the grave with you. <laughs> yeah. Also its own problem, but anyways. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, so... Great talk here, man. I can sit here and talk about crypto and gaming all day, but let, let, let's let's dive more. You, you touched on a little bit about Tribly, but tell us more about um, what is Tribly, how did it come about, and what are you guys really setting out to do? So <clears throat> Tribly came into the scene, and they built a tool for Axie called Axie Tech. It did really well. Uh, the V2 was booming. People were loving it. Axie V2 is kind of like poker, so that got a lot of natural fire behind it. And Tribally kind of just built the tool that every player needed. That's that's kind of where it started. Um, and then, you know, Axie kind of has done its thing, and Tribally just continued building. They built the new website for Axie, AxieInfinity.com. And since then, they've just been kind of being part of how can we further the infrastructure, further the, you know, the pathways for players to have a more smooth experience. That's kind of always been the goal. And now what we're doing is we're building a social network where we're bringing together not just Ronin, Axie and all those games, which is a lot now, but we're yeah. also bringing Immutable X, Polygon, you know, we're bringing... Mighty Action Heroes is a freaking amazing game. We're working on maybe Citizens Conflict. There's a lot of good games coming out right now. Nice. And basically what Tribally has been able to do is <clears throat> we've brought this Ronin effect, is what we like to call it, from the whole this whole Axie thing we just talked about for 20 minutes. We, we're using that kind of that energy and that snowball effect which we've been building for years. We've been a part of it. And we're taking it out into the, the bigger space, right? And we're trying to bring in all the different games, all the different blockchains and all the different players to one place so that they have this ultimate spot where they can hang out, learn about new games. Every time they see their friend playing a new game, because the friends lists go throughout all the games. <clears throat> so it's not like, it's like Steam. We know that from Steam, right? You have a friend, he's your friend, and whatever he plays, you know what he's playing. So we're bringing that Steam feeling with all these games where people don't know what's going on in Web3 because there's so much going on and so little coverage over it. So they have a hub where they can like, oh, Bob, who I play with every day, is playing Boopity Bob. I'll try it. Boom. How do I play this game? Well, I go on the TriBlue website, and there's a whole page where it's just like, Sign up here. Here's the safe link. This is what you got to do. Cool. Now you have the game and you go play with Bob. And then you're like, wow, this game was a lot of fun. Next thing Tribally does. Here's a list of uh, community made content, how to be better at this game. 
So you know exactly, all right, cool. I got the game. I played with Bob. I went over here and now I know how to get good at the game. Boom. I watched my videos. I did my research and now I'm in it. I got it. We're chilling. That, what did that take me? Two days, right? With learning curve, two days. And now I'm basically a professional if I'm a good gamer. And that's what Tribal is bringing, <clears throat> that experience. And that's phase one. So um, right now we're just trying to get all the users together. And as the user base grows, we're able to bring in new games. And, you know, also there has to be, you know, the development side of things. So you can't move as fast as you'd like to. I'm the kind of guy mm -hmm. I want to just go, go, go. But it's like, yeah. all right, bro, we got to build it. We got to build it first. <laughs> like, all right, fine, fine. So, but, you know, proof of concept is out. The MVP is out. It's working. Um, we just broke. 5,000 users after about five, six weeks. Nice. Uh, and we have a lot of things still in the pipeline. We're not at the end. We, we're not out of bullets yet, you know, so we're still flowing. We're still really happy with how it's going. And the next step is we're going to bring in something, you know, where we know about questing, right? Everybody's tried questing and it kind of is just throwing money against the wall. Here's a bunch of money. Just go do a thing. All right. Have fun. Yeah. So we're going to try it a little different and we're going to do it as like team questing. Uh, we're going to bring everybody together and you get team quests. And then once you do that, there's prizes and I don't want to go too deep into it because it's not actually public yet, but we're going to do some team quests and that is going to bring together, you know, a, a marketing power because at the front of every group is a leader and that leader is mm -hmm. going to be a content creator basically. And they bring in their followers. And then we start to find this loop that we were talking about earlier, where people coming in to follow a person to do a thing, the numbers brings in more support from different games. You move the groups to different areas and you're in, you're, you're in it, you're, you're styling, right? But the hardest part of that is you need the user base. So step one, get the user base, which we're doing. And we have a whole lot more users. We, I don't know if you've heard of pixels. Have you heard of pixels? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's heard of pixels. We did a party last Friday. We had 25,000 attendees in the first two hours. It was insane, bro. Wow. Absolutely insane. And because I, I, I played pixels like six weeks ago and I was like, this game is special. Like I saw Axie was special. And I was like, mm -hmm. we need to do a party. Let's get this Ronin effect and let's see what we can do. We got 25,000 people in the first two hours. I don't know the final wow. number after five hours, but after yeah. two, it was that. And I was like, what? What? Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool, 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 cool. So what it shows is this Web3 world, these metaverses, they're bringing people together. They're bringing people together, doing something that matters to them. When you play Pixels, if you max out what you can do on energy, you're making like not even a dollar a day. Let me wait. Hold on. Let me let me check this really quick because I have the number. Gotcha. Hold on. Give me give me two seconds because I'm actually quite curious on this. I should have done this before the show. Uh, All good. All good. Thirty-two thousand berries. But is that a day or a month? That's got to be a oh 30 days. Okay, that's a month. Now let's see what it says on CoinGecko. How much is this worth? 
So this would be the max. I'm oh, this is this is exciting. For everyone out there, if you're looking for a game to make some money, maybe if my internet wasn't so bad. Oh, Choi. Yeah, so you remember when I told you my internet was a thing? Yeah, anyways, I'm going to send it to you and we can maybe put it in later. Got it. But Let me check it. I'm thinking it's going to be like, uh, now it's working, sort of. I'm thinking it's going to be like a dollar a day. I was day. about to say, I can check it. Let's say it's a dollar a day and you're sitting there and you're loving it, though. Like, you're absolutely loving it. That's what matters, right? That dollar a day or $2, let it be three. Yeah, it's roughly a dollar, yeah. You're just like, dude. So let's see. Very. Oh, that's twice. It's $40 a month. So it means currently it's about $1.30 a day, right? $40 a month. That's what you're making. Not yeah. VIP, no investment. Playing this <laughs> game, you can make $40 a month. That's solid. That's solid, right? You can't complain about that. That's totally okay to play a click and farm game. And, you know, that's kind of what we're working with now. And if you're on Tribally, you'll find Pixels. You'll find Axie with this new evolving NFTs, which is the math I heard today. If you are playing and winning every game, you can earn $10 a day for 30 wins. That 30 wins is over a multitude of games. It's like five different yeah. games. But $10 a day if you can get 30 wins. So if you get 50%, you're getting $5 a day. And you only played 30 matches. That's not that bad. If you're sitting in South America, Southeast oh, yeah. Asia, India, and you make $5, three to five dollars a day and that means you didn't win half your games that's like pretty decent that's a pretty good roi for your time right there you know oh, so and that's two oh, games there's 50 yeah. more right yeah I, I mean i know i know a group that uh is really heavily into web3 gaming and in, in the philippines and that's for them that's that's sustaining their their lifestyle right a few dollars a day pays for everything they need you mean ygg no, no. Um, what is that one? Can't think of the name right now. It's run by a guy named Jeff. But anyway, um, yeah, it, it's. I mean, that that's sustainable for them. Um, they could, they could, uh, they could pay for for everything. And, and I think as these games continue to to evolve and be, you know, people focus on game. I mean, let's face it. People will play. Think of all these mobile games that people play for free, or they put money into it. Like uh, the Candy Crushes, the Angry Birds, the things like that, and you Clash create Royale, gaming, all of it. Yeah, you create that level of a viral game that also has an earn element too. That also teaches ownership. I mean that that's going to be the killer app, the killer game. But uh, definitely, I, I see what, what what you guys are doing at Tribally. One of the best methods I've seen because so many people want to launch a game. Uh, but at the same time, you've got to build community. If you don't build community and create a system to where people can come together, then it's not going to, you know, it's not going to ever evolve. It may not catch traction. You got that one, one in a million chance you're going to build this vi game that's going to be that viral game that everybody wants to play. So you can either take your chances like a lottery ticket with the market, or you can build community and create your own 
uh, sustainability within there. Yeah, and that's what Tribally wants to build, a platform where new games can come and the users are there. Like, if if your game is good, the players will see it, they will try it, and if they, if they stick, they stick, right? That's kind of what it comes down to. Everyone's mm-hmm. got a great idea, everyone does this, that, but do the players stick? You know, when when Dota first was created, it was a mini game for Warcraft 3. I played Warcraft 3 competitively. I actually played with a lot of guys that went pro in StarCraft, like Grubby. He was the best Warcraft 3 player in the world. And Mm. I would play with them, and I was pretty good. I wasn't as good as them, but I was pretty damn good. And then I was like, well, I don't want to try anymore, so I'm going to play Dota. And I'd go and play custom game Dota, where you just pick a character, and you just go hack and slay little minions. And then eventually you get a strong item, and you just fuck shit up basically it was you know and then now dota and league of legends are the biggest esport in the world basically that you can't even say counter-strike or starcraft competes anymore like counter-strike is pretty big too but dota and league are next level and that came from a mini game and they just said oh shit somebody grabbed that someone snatched that idea and was like bro yes and made a real game out of it. And here we are. And Web3 is going to do that again. That's what's oh, about absolutely. to happen. And Tribally is going to find that game. It hasn't come out yet, but when it comes out, you know, that's our goal. And I'm very confident with our positioning, with the people we know, and the, the you know, what we've done in the space. People trust us. You know, we've been around for years. There's no bad press on us. You can't find it because it doesn't exist. And that's kind of been our goal is like, Live with Absolutely. your reputation because the Web3 space is scary. It's fast. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of shit that you're just like, wait, what? And then if you don't yeah. fully understand it, it completely goes over your head. So mm-hmm. we want to come in with this like, yo, check us out. Do your own research. We're clean. We're going to do good business. And we're going to try to build the best experience that you can have in Web3 and give everyone the earning potential. And just the the thing about Web3 is not just the earning potential. The people are really cool. There's a lot of open-minded, awesome people around. So you want to surround yourself with that because that gives new energy. That gives new ideas. That gives new drive. That gives new everything. It's all positive. That's positive love right there. And the Web3 uh-huh. space is full of that. Yeah, people hear about the scams and the bad links. Of course, there's bad actors. It's easy to scam people in Web3 because no one fucking gets it. Yeah. yeah, but that doesn't mean that it's a bad place. It just means that there's some smart dudes that are like, well, this is a good way to screw people over. Check this out. So do your own research. Don't click too quickly. And have people that are more experienced than you and ask for advice because it's not that hard. But there's a couple guidelines, a couple rules you got to follow, and you got to not be greedy. If you come into this space greedy, that's when you get it real bad. Like, that's when you get wrecked. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, I mean, definitely the, the the whole topic of scammers. I mean, it's not that they're scammers in crypto. They're scammers anywhere where they can prey on people's ignorance. Uh, I, th- I think of one recently that we see prevalent a lot lately here is gift cards. This is not even related to crypto, but scammers are using phone scams to scam elderly people that don't understand how gift cards work into, you know, basically going by gift cards and getting the balances from them, whether they say they're from the IRS or whatever. So scammers are going to prey on people's ignorance. So the best way you can protect yourself from 
scammers, not just in crypto and anywhere, is to understand what you're doing. Learn more about it. Uh, because yeah. if you learn more about Crypto Web 3, you'll understand, uh, be able to spot those scams a lot easier than, than if you don't. Check your links, HTTPS. There's some basic, yeah. basic things you can do <laughs> that will already stop you from like 98% of it, right? There's social engineering. There's ways people will hack your friend and send you something. Don't just don't click on it. Don't do it. Yeah. Just click on it on your phone. Right. If you got all your stuff on your computer, use your phone for anything that's weird. Right. And then don't have your bank on your phone. For example, mm -hmm. they might yeah. get your email. That could be annoying. You can change the password. But like just separate, segregate and kind of split your shit up a little bit and know like, OK, I can be dumb here. If I'm drunk and I click on a thing, I'm not going to ruin my life. But if I'm yeah. on that computer, like uh -uh, I ain't touching that. Uh uh. I don't, yeah. it's my grandma, but mm -mm, sorry, grandma. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Cool. Well, chief, man, as we wrap up, it's been a great talk. Definitely want to encourage everybody to check out Tribally and what you guys are doing there. Uh, so can you tell everybody where they can find out more about Tribally and maybe even join in on the community? Absolutely. So everybody, Tribally.games, T-R-I-B-A-L-L-Y.games. Check it out. If you want to find the newest Web3 games, if you want to find some amazing communities and some awesome content creators that are going to give you the information you need, if you want to find a new world, this is the place to do it. It's going to open up all the gateways. And, bro, you know, I really appreciate this. It was a lot of fun being here Absolutely. tonight. Our greens weren't quite matching, but the vibe was. <laughs> So, oh, you know, Theo's doing some cool stuff right now, and I, I'm, ex I'm excited to work with you guys in the future and see if we can't get these domains out to the whole world and, you know, get people, get people more involved. You know, I see a lot of potential there. Yeah. So keep up. The oh, yeah, definitely. Guys. Thank you, man. Yeah, definitely looking forward to working together. I've told everybody before, our domains, one of the first use cases I tell everybody about our domains is, is for guilds, to where a guild can get their their guild name as a domain and, and let all their members, all the community members register handles on that. So it's definitely be part of gaming. You guys are going to definitely continue to build in this gaming space. So I challenge everybody, check it out. He gave you the link, but also the link is down in, in the description below. So make sure to check it out. And uh, chief, any final words, man, before we, uh, before we wrap up? Hey, you know, anybody that's been in this space for a while, the bull market is here. This is going to be the biggest bull market that has ever happened by far. Do your own research. This is not financial advice. But in my opinion, this shit is going to the moon and beyond. Financial, the, the big money is coming. The Black Rocks, the Fidelities, the Van Dykes, they're all coming. The Van X, sorry. But it's going to change, right? After this run... We're going to go all the way up higher than we've ever seen. We're going to come down real hard. And after that, it's kind of a wrap. We've seen what happened to gold. We see what happens to stocks. They kind of get stagnant. They, they kind of start moving in a very systematic way. And that's because the big money controls it right now. This is the first time the biggest shift of wealth that is ever going to happen because for the first time ever, the big money needs to buy off of the people that got in early. So if you're watching mm -hmm. this, 
you probably are one of those people. Even if you're in now, you're still pretty early. So just you're you're good. You're good. You're chilling. It's not yeah. bad. You're still gonna get like a 10, 20x, bro. So just be happy. Don't be greedy. Be smart. Dollar cost average. And good luck, everybody. Absolutely. Awesome. Great advice, Chief. Thanks again for joining us. And thanks to everyone for listening. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Peace.